What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. And guys, today we're going to be talking about five lessons we learned from watching Jordan Peterson speak. So oh my gosh, yes. every Friday, Kirsten and I have a date night. And this Friday, we decided to use our date night to go watch Jordan Peterson. Now, we actually thought that, you know, we had like heard rumors that Jordan Peterson was going to be canceled because yes. we had rumors that it was going to be canceled because there was going to be protests and there was going to be a lot of people standing against Jordan Peterson coming to Kelowna. But that's basically what the mainstream wants you to believe. And what actually ended up happening is that it was a completely sold out crowd of incredible people. There was a lot of people that like I recognize from, you know, the business space and real estate and a couple of people that I oh saw my gosh, yes. that own uh, businesses that are in Kelowna. So yeah. it was actually really cool to see a lot of people that were at Jordan Peterson because he had a lot of really valuable things to say. Dude, yeah, I think I saw like so many people too that I just used to go to school with or used to hang out with. Like I saw a lot of familiar faces, which was really cool. Honestly, I think it was, how long was he on for an hour? It was an hour and a half. Dude, I could have listened to him for three to four hours. Like that level of inspired and just like, whoa, awe moments I have not had in quite some time. Like Justin Bieber was great, but Jordan Peterson, I was like, holy fuck. I just felt so inspired. Yeah. Like so many realizations. I was like trying to write everything down as fast as I possibly could, but it's yeah. a really cool way to spend a Friday night. So why don't we start with, I just want to get into, so like I wrote mm-hmm. down five points yeah. that I want to go over, but maybe if there's any of the points that you want to switch out, you can read them and then you can switch them out with one of yours. I love it. Let's go into the first one. First things first is I think a lot of people think that Jordan Peterson is all about like the his opinion on the transgender movement Mm -hmm. and there's actually so much more than that is talk he literally didn't even talk about i want to touch on that just super quickly because that's basically what everyone like i guess like would know him for on social media or that would be the perception that you would have literally the only time he touched on that was at the end when a question was asked period everything else was just like life fucking lessons man yeah like valuable lessons that had so much depth more depth than i've heard with those lessons before yeah cool So the first thing that we're going to say that we learned that I think was super valuable. And when he said this, he's like, this feeling is hard to articulate and it's hard to put into words, Mm -hmm. but you know it when you see it. He said, it is painful to watch your friends and family betray themselves. Oh my God. Yes. It is painful to watch your friends and family betray themselves. And my interpretation of what he meant by that is like I grew up in an environment where my family put health last as a priority. Mm -hmm. And I was born and raised in an environment where none of us played sports. Exercise was not in our vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Like we weren't encouraged to eat healthy meals and Mm -hmm. eat like nutritious foods and portion control and drink more water. Like health was literally the last thing on my family's priority list. And Mm -hmm. it was like, Money was the main concern for everybody. And we just ate what we could get. And Mm -hmm. we would eat fast food all the time. And we wouldn't work on our physical health, mental health. Nobody was reading books. Like that just wasn't a part of our reality. And as I was growing up, I just like started to subscribe to that. And Mm -hmm. I just started to be like that. And when I was 14 years old, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and being like, I like was in junior high. So I was like, I'm like, I'm fat. I don't like the way that I look. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, I was like, I need to start losing weight. I need to start making a change. And as I started making this change, I realized at 14, I'm like, well, if I can change my own life and I can lose this weight and I can start to develop more confidence, 
then everybody else in my family could like do it too. And Mm -hmm. that's something that everybody could do. And I wanted to encourage my friends and family around me to live healthier lifestyles, go for walks, but it just never happened. And my whole life I've had, you know, conversations with different members of my family being like, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. And then it never happens. And like the definition, like the word that the sentence that Jordan Peterson gave was that it is painful to watch your friends and family betray themselves. And what that means is it's painful to watch them say that they want to do something and say that they're going to do something and then not follow through. That's a painful feeling to experience. It is painful to watch your friends and family betray themselves. And when he said it in the way that he said it, I think it really hit and it really resonated for me. So I heard everything you said and I feel that on like a soul level. I think we're like, we have different upbringings, but when it comes to just like watching family members and friends betray themselves and just like, I think what like hurts the most is like seeing a path for them that is attainable that they could do that would lead them to just like living longer lives. And then them just making the choice not to take it is like so frustrating. And you guys, like there's only so much that you can say until you have to put the responsibility into the other person's hands and take the burden off of yourself. Mm. Right. Like I feel like for me, I always feel so, I don't want to say compelled, like called to try and help everyone, but they can, I can only help someone as deeply as they're willing to help themselves. The only thing that I wanted to add on to that lesson is it's painful watching your friends and family betray themselves. But I think like an even deeper level of pain than that is you betraying your own self. So you like really going against like who you know you could be and the type of person that you could show up as and you betraying that on a daily basis by binge drinking, by being overweight, by not going to the gym, by breaking promises with yourself. So it's painful to watch the people around you. But if you're around people that are betraying themselves and you're also betraying yourselves, then I feel like you'd just be stuck in that like victim mentality. The world sucks. Nothing works for me, et cetera, et cetera. But if you are taking care of yourself and doing things on a daily basis that like get you closer to where you want to be, then it's fucking painful to watch the people that you love not follow suit and do the same. Mm. Yeah. It's painful to watch your friends and family portray themselves. And it's also painful to to watch yourself betray yourself. And that's what I thought of, right? Because it's like, yeah, that's painful. But like, if I think about like the level of pain, I feel like, you know, my story, like there's some of my family members that I feel are deeply betraying themselves right now. And it's really hard for me to watch, but nothing compares to the anxiety, the crippling anxiety I felt when I was betraying myself on a daily basis, when I felt like I wasn't showing up as the mom that I was supposed to be. Right. Mm. So I think like that, like personally, and again, I like to speak from my personal perspective. I really like to just make, this is my perspective. The pain I felt when I was betraying myself and I knew that I was meant for more and made for more. And every single day I still made the decision to binge eat, to miss my gym session, to drink until I blacked out. That was a lot more painful to me because I didn't, wasn't taking responsibility for my own life. Yeah. I think that Another quote that I didn't actually write down, but Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan Peterson said it and it's fucking so powerful. Mm -hmm. He said, if you hate yourself while you're doing something, Mm -hmm. stop doing it. If you hate yourself Mm -hmm. while you're doing something, stop doing it. And this is like this, like, this is what we mean by betraying yourself. Mm -hmm. If you know that every single time you go out on Friday, you drink way too much alcohol and you end up hungover and then you can't function for two days, but then you still do it and you still go out and you still party, and yeah. you still drink, Yeah, you like know that this thing does not lead to a pathway that you like yourself in, mm-hmm. and you still end up doing the thing, like 
That's what we mean by betraying yourself. It's like, you know that this thing that you're doing is causing you to feel pain and you still do it. And that's what I mean by it's painful to watch your friends and family betray themselves. And I think that all of us know somebody or have known somebody that's been in a super toxic relationship. And even to the point where it can get abusive, Mm -hmm. that's super painful as well. When you like watch somebody in a relationship with somebody that we all know they shouldn't be in a relationship with, Mm -hmm. but they still stick with this person and they're literally betraying themselves while, because they're sticking with this person. It's like, they're betraying their own core values and they're betraying their own self-esteem and they're betraying their own integrity by staying with this person. And it's, yeah. it's painful to watch that. Yeah. So I'm like that to me, like that, when he articulated it in that way, it just mm-hmm. like really resonated. And I hope that you took some value from that as well. Fuck yeah. And I think he said something too, that was along the lines of stop violating who you could be. And that's where I kind of like mm. took into my call this morning. And I think that's like self-betrayal is violating who you could be. Like there's always someone that we could be you guys like, and are you living up to that? on a daily basis. Like I think for you and I, like as of lately, I know speaking for myself, but also just speaking from like my perception of how you go into each and every day. Like, I feel like every day we show up fucking strong. Like we power through 3.30, our alarm goes off. Like we're out of bed. We're at the gym. We're serving our clients. And so like, we're not violating who we could be. We're becoming who we should be, right? Mm. Whereas some people every single day lack that action to really like step into who they could be. And so it's, and, and again, like, it's so hard. Like, it's hard to feel that yourself, but it's hard for me. Like, and I'm sure this is for you as well. When you see clients that are, you know, they have so much potential, you know, they could make it as an online fitness coach. I have clients that I know could lose the weight, could know these, do these things, but they're violating who they could be on a daily basis by not showing up to their workouts, by not yeah. showing up to your trainings, by isolating themselves in the land of like, oh, it doesn't work for me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's fucking powerful. I want to go to more Jordan Peterson. Yeah. That was cool. So good. Yeah. So that was number one. Yeah. Lesson number two that I took that I was like, ooh, this fucking hit hard is this. If you have no goal, you have no hope. Mm. If you have no goal, you have no hope. Oh, yes. And he also said your goal has to be valuable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your goal has to have depth. Yeah. If you have no goal, you have no hope. So, okay. Then I want to dissect this and I want to go a little bit deeper. Like if that's the case, if you have no goal and you have no hope and you're Mm. living in despair and you're suffering Mm. and you're like, anxiety ridden and you're like struggling with your like mental health on a day-to-day basis and you don't have any hope because you don't have any goal let's Mm -hmm. go a layer deeper and ask ourselves the question like why wouldn't we set a goal then Mm -hmm. why would we not set a goal Mm -hmm. if you have no goal then you have no hope Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you set a goal Mm -hmm. i believe this is my perception of this the reason that you wouldn't set a goal is because you're so used to setting goals and never achieving them uh, yeah, that's and never yeah. following through yeah. and never doing the work that is required to get to that goal. Mm-hmm. And you're conditioned to the fact that when you set a goal, you never achieve it. Oh yeah. yeah and so yeah, yeah. in your head, you've almost like developed this like learned helplessness yes. where yes. you're like, I know that I'm not going to achieve the goal anyways. So what's the point of even setting the goal? Mm-hmm. So you have no goal which means you have no hope. Mm -hmm. And the reason you're not setting goals is Mm -hmm. because you failed so so many times Mm -hmm. in the past Mm -hmm. that in your mind, you've made up the decision that it's like not even worth it to set the goal in the first place. Mm -hmm. I want you to take a minute. So like all of us have set a goal and failed at achieving it. Oh my God. All of us. Yes. All of us have set a goal and failed at achieving it. That is a fact. And that is like how life works. Like you don't get success without failure. And I want you to honestly think about this for one minute, because this is a question I always ask myself when I get to the end of the road or I get to the end of the timeline when it comes to me supposing to achieve my goal. I always ask myself the question, 
Did I actually do everything in my power to achieve the outcome that I was after? Yes. Did I actually do everything in my power to achieve the outcome that I was after? Mm -hmm. So let's say that you had a weight loss goal and you told yourself you were going to lose 20 pounds and 2023 was going to be your year. And we're at the end of May coming into June and you still have the weight on. In fact, you might've gained an extra five pounds. My question for you, and I want you to honestly ask yourself this question. And this question hurts if you have low self-responsibility is, can you honestly say that you've done everything in your power to achieve your weight loss goal in 2023? Everything. If you're, if you got an injury, did you go get it fixed? Did you go to YouTube and figure out how to get better? If you couldn't go to the gym because you were sick, did you get back on the horse when your yeah. sickness went away? You know, did you stick to your nutrition plan as best as you possibly could while you were injured? When you got rid of the sickness, did you get back to the gym? Everything that you possibly could to achieve that goal. So if you have no goal, you have no hope. And the reason you're not setting goals is because you failed in the past. But the reason that you failed in the past is because you didn't put in the fucking necessary effort to get to the goal in the first place. Yeah. So to summarize everything we said, I'm fucking with you. Like I'm vibing with all the bombs that you're dropping. I would say that like you wouldn't set a goal because you lack self-belief, right? Like yep. fear, like I lack self-belief. And so that summarizes what point? you said is lack self-belief. The next thing I would say, you guys, is like something I think a lot of us need to, and Brian might disagree with this, so this will be fun. Maybe it'll be a debate. I think sometimes you have to dream small to be able to dream big. There was a point in time in my life where like my goals were so big, but I just like was not hitting them and they weren't even fucking achievable in the next fucking 10 years. And so I constantly felt like I was failing and failing and failing. And so dream small to dream big. And I want you guys to, if you're watching this live, put that in the comments, dream small to dream big is basically setting goals that like you can get behind that you can back with belief because if you go into a goal without the belief that you can actually do it the chances of you succeeding are very rare it's really cool because like when we went into the jordan peterson like arena i'm like i can see i could see you talking in an arena like that i mm -hmm. could see myself talking in an arena like that i could back that with belief right now mm -hmm. but if i tried to tell myself when i was just starting out that i was going to speak in an arena with thousands upon thousands of people that would not be something i backed with belief and so dream small to dream big just means like dreaming, like dream with the lid off. Yes. Like think about those things, but what are certain things that you can get behind right now with the belief that you can, because now like where we're at, like, I don't know, man, the world is our oyster. And I just think the potential is just like so large and I can see it and I can touch it and I can feel it, but that's not always the way it's been. So just speaking to someone who's maybe starting out in your program or someone that's starting out in my program, it's like, what can you get behind right now? Like, what can you back with belief? I actually agree with that statement because mm -hmm. I think that it's like, again, this is something that Jordan Peterson articulated perfectly. It's like, I think that we need to feel momentum as mm -hmm. we're working towards our goal. He talked about the definition of enthusiasm and he said, enthusiasm is the feeling that you get when you're making progress towards a valued goal. Yes, yes. And yes, I actually yes. define this, if you're in the Change Lives Academy, I define yes. this as momentum, yes. right? That feeling of positive momentum when you feel like, the business is moving in a right direction and you mm -hmm. start to feel like you're on fire. And mm -hmm. when you start to stack wins and you start to be like, okay, I said I was going to post on social media five times this week and I did that. I can give myself a pat on the back and that pat on the back feels good. And I want to continue to do the things that are getting me close to my goal. And so like, I think that, yes, I think start small so that you can yeah. have like, I think you need to have this big vision of where yes, you want to get to. Exactly, this is yeah. my theory. Yeah. You need to have a big vision yeah. of where you want to get to in your life. And you want to have this big, like, whether that's like, I want to be a multimillionaire one day, or I want to not even if let's say you're like, I want to have a life 
where I'm able to provide financial freedom for me and my family. We're mm -hmm, able to live in a house. Mm -hmm, we're able to provide, mm -hmm. we're able to go on vacations with the family. We're yeah. able to never worry about money and we're completely debt free and we're super happy. If that's your goal and right now you're struggling for money, you're in debt, you're like, you're in a rough financial place. Then the first goal is to like make a little bit more money than you're making right now. Right. Like that's the first goal. Like how can we get ourselves a little bit further than we're at right now and starting to make progress towards that big vision. So I do agree with that. Like, yeah, because I think you need to feel like you're working towards something yes. and you can't constantly feel like a failure. Cause if you only have this like giant Massive. goal that you're after yes. and you don't have small little steps along the way that you can feel progress towards, I agree. I, I don't think that you'll be enthusiastic. Cool. I freaking love that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Cool. This is cool because this kind of lines up with what we, yes. what we were just talking yes. about. So number three, so number two is if you have no goal, you have no hope. Number three, the third thing that I learned from Jordan Peterson is this is powerful. If you don't aim at who you could become, you will never become it. Oh yes. I got goosebumps. If you don't aim at who you could become, you will never become it. You don't get the highest goal by flailing around in the darkness. Such a powerful idea. If you don't mm. aim at who you could become, you will never become it. You don't get the highest goal by flailing in the darkness. I literally just wrote a post the other day. There was a song I was listening to on the radio. The first line is so powerful and I don't even think people realize it. The first line is, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. Oh. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. I yeah. think that so many people just meander and mosey their way through yes, their life yes, without ever yes. fully tapping into the creative yeah. power. Yes. And I, one of the biggest reasons that I share as much as I do in terms of like how much money I'm making and what kind of car I'm driving and what I'm doing with the gym and like what PT nominations up to like one of the biggest reasons I always share that is because I'm always reminding you guys that I literally started out in a trailer park 10 years ago mm -hmm. and I created this vision of this type of person that I wanted to be the type of leader that I wanted to be, the type of man that I wanted to be, the type mm -hmm. of husband that I wanted to be, the type of mm -hmm. father that I wanted to be, the type of community person that I wanted to be. And then I just became it. And I didn't become it by accident. Mm -hmm. I had this like target, this like worthy ideal, this worthy vision that was worth striving towards. And then I spent every single day of my life working towards and progressing towards this worthy ideal. Yes, you guys. And I think like speaking about partnership too, because I think Monday with the Marks is also about just like relationships and like healthy relationships in your life. Like I feel like you and I have strived to be better within our relationship. And what I mean by that too, is just like, like obviously like I've done my best at being like a wife that like makes you feel like loved and supported. But there's, been time, there's been times where Brian's voice, like I'm like tapped out with this curse. And so then I set the goal of like, I'm going to be better in this respect, because like, it's important for me to like work on myself while working on my relationship. And it's the same with Brian. Yep. Like there's been a few things where like he's done something and I'm like, this is hurts me. And this is like a boundary that I'm drawing. And then what I see from you is like even words on your vision board, like embodying the man that you want to be. And mm -hmm. so it's been really cool, you guys, because like 
that didn't just happen from like shooting in the dark. That happened from Brian saying, I hear you. I see you and I'm going to aim to be better. Like Mm -hmm. I can get behind that. So like, there's always a target and there's always a vision. When I was struggling with like my mood swings, which Kate, I don't even have mood swings anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I swear to God, they don't exist. Like they used to, but I used to have these like really, really bad mood swings. You guys, where it could be like a week or two weeks. And I'm just like, when Brian and I had a really serious talk about those mood swings, which God bless that I broke free of that nightmare. I created a calendar. And that was kind of like my target. I'm like, every single night, I'm going to put a check mark off on that calendar. I'm going to talk about like how I felt and why I felt that way. So like, I wasn't just shooting in the dark. I wasn't like, yep, I'll totally work on my mood swings. No game plan, no action. I'm just going to like snap my fingers, decide that I want to be better. I'm like, what can I get behind that's actually going to help me Mm -hmm. with these mood swings? And it's the same thing when it comes to like partying and like your past drug addiction. We don't go to fucking nightclubs. Because Brian's aiming to be this type of person and nightclubs don't service that. Yeah. So there's always like a path, you guys. And I think that like, he said something like trying to find like a bobby pin in the dark or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. you have to have it like, I think an action plan and a goal and it all aligns. Cause it's like, you have no goal. You have no hope. Like if your goal is to be like a more positive human being, like you can say that all you want, but the action that you put behind those words is going to speak volumes for the success that you have. So I agree with everything you just said. And I want to echo what you said because Chris did used to have mood swings and I used to struggle with drugs. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Mm -hmm. let's talk about it. Yeah. And the way that Kirsten got over her mood swings is she didn't just like, like fucking wave her magic fairy wand. I'm like, I'm not going to have mood swings anymore. anymore. It's like, she decided I want to be more positive. I want to be more optimistic. I want to be more loving and I want to show up more present on a day-to-day basis. So that is the target that I'm aiming for. I want to show up as a more powerful woman on a day-to-day basis. Yes. And then as a result of making the decision of what type of person that she wanted to become, Mm -hmm. then she started creating an action plan Mm -hmm. to get her closer to that person. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think that another thing I just want to say is when we're talking about aims and goals and Mm -hmm. targets and Mm -hmm. visions, like Mm -hmm. we're not just talking about outcomes that you can create in your life. Like for me, I'm talking about character. Yes. Like what type of man do I want to show up as? Yes. I want to show up as an integral powerful, honest, authentic, mm-hmm. vulnerable mm-hmm. leader. Like mm-hmm. that's something I want to have. And so like, I'm going to have those as character traits. And then I'm going to do my very best to show up and live through those character traits. And then mm-hmm. when I'm faced with the decision, I ask myself, what would an honest, integral, loyal, yeah. like yeah. responsible leader do? Yes. And then I'll make the decision that's going to get me closer to the target that I'm aiming for. So you don't get your goals by accident and you don't achieve greatness by like stumbling into it, you just aim in a direction and you Mm -hmm, end up mm -hmm, becoming that person. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And everybody that I look up to, like all the people that I look up to in Mm -hmm. terms of like, you know, Vedras Koulian, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, Andy Frisella, Alex Ramosi, all these people that I look up to, like didn't stumble into it. Even Jordan Peterson talked about how when, you know, a few years ago, back in 2016, you know, when Canada was basically taking away freedom of speech and Mm -hmm. like people were getting sued for saying certain things. He put out a YouTube video about it in 2016 off of his wife's advice. And then that one YouTube video started to get traction. traction. And then that started his career in speaking. And now, you know, eight years later, he's like, I just sold out a stadium and there's 5,000 of you here and I'm talking to you. And he's like, that just goes to show you that like the growth trend just goes forever upwards. He's like, but you need to start aiming at higher targets. Yes. Like you don't get to high goals by just like flailing around in the darkness. You need yeah. to aim yeah. at who you can become yeah. so that you can become that person. 
fucking yes. I love that so much. And I love, you know, what's really cool. You guys, it's like talking about these lessons, like Jordan Peterson talked on stage, but like we're our messaging and like perception is like, and the way we deliver it is completely different. We're taking yeah. his basic lessons and we're applying it to where we're at. And kind of also what I noticed is as he was talking, like a lot of the things he said, like we do. And it was just like re like confirmation that like we're doing the right things when someone respectable reaffirm something you already know that's like one of the best feelings ever you're like i respect this person yeah they say something and i'm like yeah i'm fucking doing that yeah. cool keep on that path yeah so number four number four is a sensitive subject mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. i'm going to caution mm -hmm. it with sensitivity yes but i also just want to bring it up because i think it's important that we have an open and honest dialogue because i feel like that's one thing that's lost in this world is like I we agree. can't have an honest conversation yes. without attacks and yeah resentment and anger coming mm -hmm. up. So I want to have an honest conversation with about this with you guys. And it's that being bitter, angry and resentful doesn't change anything. We are all responsible for what's going on in the world mm -hmm. right now. And we need to start using our voice. Yeah. I want to preface this by saying like, I'm not an expert on the subject. And I'm just like, opening up and I'm sharing my opinion based on what I know. Mm -hmm. But there was some conversations that Jordan Peterson had on stage that like, and some situations that we were made aware of that are just like, absolutely crazy and they're going mm -hmm. on in our world today so first things first in calgary you can be a man with a beard and you can just walk into a woman's washroom and you can just claim that you're a woman so now anybody as a man could take advantage of that basic idea and just mm -hmm. walk into a woman's washroom and just and that's completely fine which i think is absolutely wild and now we're having we have kids in schools there's a an article that i post on my instagram story we have kids in schools that are being encouraged to taking hormone blockers and mutilating their bodies. And these kids are like not even 18 years old. So now we've got kids that can't drink alcohol because it's irresponsible. They're not allowed to get tattoos without parental consent because it's irresponsible. They can't pierce their body or buy cigarettes, but we're allowing them to make decisions that will permanently alter their body for the rest of their life mm -hmm. under the age of 18. Mm -hmm. And for us, this is like, crazy because we have a daughter like I have a 15 year old mm -hmm. daughter that goes to mm -hmm. high school mm -hmm. and this 15 year old daughter is still in this place where she's like figuring out who she is and she's like you know you're 15 when I was 15 I had no idea who the fuck I was and so no, now that oh we have goodness. our school system that's literally encouraging students to question their own sexuality it's like that to me is a very wild thing so that's on like the school system level and I think that a lot of people have heard about things like this, but then they just don't mm -hmm. say anything. And they talk about this with their, you know, their friends and they're like, this is crazy, but we don't say anything. And being bitter, angry and resentful doesn't change anything that's going on in the world. Like we need to have an open conversation about this. This is a wild story. And I want to share this. There was a, a rapist in the state. This was a, a male that had been convicted of three rapes, three, he had raped three women. As he was going to jail, he claimed that he was a woman going into jail. He's like, I'm a woman. And so they put him in a female facility and in the female facility, he repeat offended and he raped three more women and got one of them pregnant. Like that to me is such a wild, wild. Wait, where did you find that? Like where was that? Was that? Jordan Peterson was talking about it on stage, dude. Oh, I didn't hear. Yeah. So this is like, these are the conversations that we need to start actually talking about and being bitter, angry, and resentful doesn't change anything. Mm -hmm. This is where we're all responsible and we need to use our voice and mm -hmm. i also just want to preface this for everybody that's listening to this is like i have transgender family members yep. i have transgender people in my community yeah. and yeah. i believe your body is your choice yeah i truly do yeah i also think that it's almost like for a long time we as a society we were 
you know, we almost like, we almost like suppressed it and we almost like tried to deny it. And now we're accepting it on such a fast and like accelerated level that we're overcompensating. And we've got children that can't make decisions for themselves that we're encouraging. And this is where it's like, we need to start talking about this stuff. And I almost feel like we're at like a very similar pivotal moment where, you know, when COVID happened and all the, everything was getting shut down and we were all watching this stuff happen. And all of a sudden now, you know, gyms were getting shut down, you know, the malls were open, but gyms were closed and we couldn't exercise and couldn't do anything. But that's when people started speaking up. I feel like we're at a pivotal moment right now in society where like things are starting to shift. And unless we start having open conversations about it, like, it's just going to continue to progress and it's going to continue to get more crazy. And I think that like, that is what I took away from that is like being bitter and angry and resentful toward all the changes that are happening, aren't going to do anything. Like we all have to like do something and speak up and use our voice in some way, shape or form. Cool. So first of all, I I was writing notes at Jordan Peterson. And the reason I asked you is because I genuinely want to do more research on this so that I can form an opinion that is backed by research. You know what I mean? That's why I asked that. Half the time I was taking notes and half the time I was listening. So I'm going to tread lightly here because I also have family members that are transgender. I also like some of my favorite humans are transgendered. I think that like as a parent to 15 year old daughter, watching her go through some like really challenging times, I cannot imagine allowing her to make any sort of decision based upon something that required a surgery or a sex change at 10, 11, 12, 13, because a lot of what I've seen Haley go through, she's grown through and has really stepped into her power as like a little powerful female. So that's what I'll say there first. I think that this subject is so touchy because the moment that you bring it up, people automatically assume that you're like homophobic or you are against transgender people. And so I just want to make it super clear that I absolutely, some of my favorite people in the world are transgendered. And I think Brian is absolutely right when it comes to like us being frustrated about things. We become so fearful to say something because the moment you you talk about this, you guys, like somebody's going to bark up your tree, whether you're coming from a place of just like love, it doesn't matter. And so instead of actually voicing our opinion, which you guys, you'd be surprised, like you're going to have people that like see you, they hear you. We hide in fear and we become bitter and we become angry and we become resentful. And that helps who Mm -hmm. that helps not a single human being. And so there's a lot of things that we have a lot of fear around speaking about and this being one of them. And for me, like, I just want to be doing like my research, which is why I asked Brian just kind of like, cause I want to do my research. Cause like, obviously like that is so wrong on so many levels and it's not fair and it's not okay. And in order for change to be made like our bitterness doesn't equal change our resentment doesn't equal change us using our voice to speak on what we feel is right might not equal change immediately but it's going to get you a whole fucking hell of a lot closer than sitting in your fucking basement being bitter is yeah yeah that is my opinion Mm -hmm. and i'm like that is how i feel about it and i'm just i feel like my platform and what i've created on social media is an opportunity for me to share my opinion and so i'm going to do it Mm -hmm. and again I'm going to make it super clear. Mm -hmm. I think your body is your choice. And Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. turn 18 Mm -hmm. years old and you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I want to change Mm -hmm. my body. Like Mm -hmm. I support that. I have a lot of clients that are in my community that I've been open with and I've encouraged to share their sexuality. I also like young kids. I think it's my responsibility as a leader in the community Mm -hmm. to continue to have a space to mentor youth 
to continue to do my part and mm-hmm. mentoring the Kelowna youth mm-hmm. to like step into their power in whatever way, shape or form. And then at 18 years old, me- make whatever decision that they want to make about their life. Like that is my core message. And yeah. I also think that as a society, we need to use our heads. Like if somebody is a convicted felon, maybe we shouldn't send them to a women's prison claiming to be a man. Absolutely. And I love that you actually touched on this, you guys, because I think a lot of kids, like we don't teach kids actual, like a lot of the time we don't teach kids actual valuable lessons that would help them have more clarity on who it is they want to be, their purpose. And so a lot of kids are quite literally walking around confused and they're not making decisions based on what's actually best for them. They're basing decisions on what's going on on social media. What is the latest trend? What is going to actually help me feel good? And so there's these children that really just need like someone to like inspire them to think more clearly for themselves. Like if I think about myself growing up, like I was so confused at 13, 14, 15. I'm like, do I like girls? Do I like boys? I don't know. I like boys, like hundred percent. I like boys. But because like there was not really any valuable lessons throughout my childhood when it came to like the school system, really teaching me on like self-awareness and how to build self-confidence and how to like tap into my power as a human being, it left me feeling confused and it left me following suit for all the kids that were around me. And so if you think about it this way, if somebody thinks that like changing their sex is going to solve their problems, then they don't actually try and solve the deeper rooted problems, if that makes sense. Mm. By the way, I'd love to hear your opinion on this. So if you're listening yeah, to this podcast, yeah. screenshot it, send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to know what you think. Yes. Yeah. Number five, be grateful in spite of your suffering. Jordan Peterson's daughter was super, super sick. And as his daughter was like, you know, dealing with a chronic illness growing up and it was, you know, all throughout her childhood, one of the beliefs that Jordan instilled in her, and I believe this was so powerful. And I just wanted to share it with you guys, because I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot of value here is he said to his daughter, he's like, no matter how sick you get, you can never use your sickness as a crutch. No matter how sick you get, you can never use your sickness as a crutch. No matter how bad it gets, like he's like the highest form of courage. He's telling his daughter this, the highest form of courage is to be grateful in the spite of your suffering. The highest form of courage is to be grateful in spite of your suffering. And that's, so that's like, I got to work on, I got to work on that for sure. But I agree wholeheartedly. I think gratitude is one of the most powerful feelings that you can tap into. And we're not just talking about like saying that you're grateful. It's the actual like full body feeling. Mm. And if you can tap into that in some of your most challenging times that you're going through, then the game changes. Yeah. Grateful in spite of your suffering. And I thought that that idea was like so powerful because I think that I've done this as well, where when things get really bad, I can get super angry and resentful and upset. And why is the world against me? And Mm -hmm. I almost believe Mm -hmm. that like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not fair. And when you get in one of those places, you're not really doing anything that's going to be productive for your life. And like, it can get worse because not only are you suffering now, but you're, you're down and out about the suffering. You're like beating yourself up. So now you're suffering and you're angry because you're suffering. And so I think that that idea was so powerful is to learn Mm. how to be grateful in spite of your suffering and to never use your ailments as excuses to not show up and be grateful to just to be alive. I thought that was such a powerful idea. Yeah. I don't have much to add on to that except for like, absolutely. Mm. And I think there's been certain, like, I feel like that was something that I didn't even know was a possibility. Like back when I think about like 
suffering when I was like 16, 17, 18. If someone said like, be grateful, that would have been like, what the fuck? But I feel like now as I've like progressed and kind of just like really immerse myself in learning and developing and like being better, that it comes a lot easier. And I also notice the things that like take me further away from gratitude. So for example, like alcohol, like the last time I felt really in my own head was after a really bad night of drinking. And so I think that goes back to one of these, something we said on this podcast, but like, if it's not getting you to where you want to go, then why are you doing it? Because like, even on my hardest days now, like I'm able to tap into gratitude, but when you put alcohol in the mix, I can get in my own head. So it's just like, why would I indulge in that on like an excessive level? If it's not bringing me closer to the person that I want to be. Mm -hmm. So guys, what was your most valuable lesson? What for you, what was it? It's painful watching your friends and family betray themselves. Mm -hmm. If you don't aim at who you could be, you would never become it. Mm -hmm. Being bitter, angry, and resentful doesn't change anything. We are mm -hmm. all responsible or be grateful in spite of your suffering. And last thing I just want to say, I think I love about Jordan Peterson is his message isn't all positive. Yeah. That's why I liked it. Yeah. It's like, mm -hmm. I, we watched this, like, watch this video and it's called Get Hard by Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. And Kevin Hart is like this, you know, guy that's like washing cars and Will Ferrell plays this like super, super rich guy. And Kevin Hart asks him for advice and then Will Ferrell speeds off in his fucking super nice car and he's like, success is a mindset. And then he fucking takes oh, off. Oh yeah, I remember that. So After that's funny because I feel like that's what a lot of people see when they see successful people. Yeah. Like, success is a mindset. I'm like, that would be fucking annoying advice. Uh -huh, so I uh -huh. loved it. Like the cool thing about Jordan Peterson is that his advice isn't all positive. And it's not like woo woo, tap into like your spirituality, like do this and everything is all good. He was like, if you don't use your voice, shit's going to fucking happen. And I feel like a lot of people, even myself, have been like, everything is awesome. Everything is good. Sometimes, you guys, everything isn't awesome. Sometimes things aren't good. There's good in every day. There's reasons to be grateful. But again, it comes back to lesson number fucking four, being bitter, angry, and resentful doesn't change anything. And so I love that you said that because one of the things about him is he wasn't like, everything is awesome. Everything is fine. He was very like speaking from the facts. This is what's going on. This is what you need to do. Yeah. And like, this is how you can live a better life. This is how you can be impactful to your peers. Yeah. Bet. All right, guys. Where do they find you, babe? Um, can I say one more thing? Yep. One more Qu really quickly. I just want to say to the parents that are watching that like our kids struggle and they get confused and they're like, what's going on? One thing I've noticed with Haley is like a lot of her struggles came from times where I was struggling and I wasn't dealing with my issues properly as well. So I think our children can like a lot of the time, not always be a direct reflection of kind of what we're going through. So one of my biggest things right now is like, if I'm going through a situation, I'm very open and vocal with Haley so that she's able to deal with situations in a way that's like positive for her, mm. like growth as a little lady. So that's all. And you can find me at the real Kirsten Mark on Instagram and Kirsten Mark on Facebook and Kirsten Mark on YouTube. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have the best day of your entire life. Peace. Peace. Bye guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.